Hello everybody and welcome to the Ocean Riders podcast. Conversations with creatives, entrepreneurs, thinkers and dreamers who also happen to be surfers. Today's conversation is with Simon Day, the co-founder of a burgeoning surf brand in the UK called Fitzroy. Today, we're off to the North Sea. To understand Simon's story, you have to go back a generation. Simon grew up with the North Sea as his playground, getting dizzy in the garden shed watching his dad make kayaks and repair surfboards. Simon started out as an ice hockey player and worked for a winter sports company. He worked his way up the corporate ladder, working in retail and then in design. But surfing had always been a part of his life. When one of his dad's friends retired and gave him a set of shaping tools, he was finally equipped to become a shaper. It only took a nudge from his best mate, David Hay, to start the ball rolling and to create Fitzroy, one of the rare North Sea surfing brands. Most of the photos you'll see of British surfing comes from the shores of Cornwall and Devon, but Fitzroy's capital city is Newcastle upon Tyne. Newcastle is in the northeast of England and it's the first big city south of Scotland. If you drew a straight line on a map from Newcastle to the east, you'd hit Denmark. So we're talking rugged, dark, cold water surfing. And this is where the North Sea catches the ground swells from Norway. It's the kind of place where the waves are almost black on a sunny day. Just the thought of it gives me the chills. In our conversation, Simon shares his story and explains how he's overcome the challenges of launching and running a surf and clothing brand. Today Fitzroy produces a selection of tried and tested surfboards and a stylish selection of apparel. In fact, clothing is one of Simon's quirks. But the story about Fitzroy is also a story of heritage. Um, It's about passing down family passions and values from one generation of surfers to the next. And in fact, the unconditional way Fitzroy is supporting their team members is a living proof of this transmission philosophy. In our conversation, we talk about heritage, we talk about what it takes to go surfing in the North Sea, how Simon's professional background is helping him create a sustainable clothing brand, and about the awesome team members and ambassadors that Fitzroy is supporting. Before I transition into our conversation, I just wanted to let you know that this was the second take at this interview for technical reasons. As there was a bit of deja vu during this interview, at the end I completely forgot to ask Simon to recap for the listeners how to get hold of him and where to find his company. And I really owe it to him considering the time and effort he made to make this conversation happen twice. So before I start, to connect with Simon and David at Fitzroy, you can visit their website, fitzroysurfboards.com, their Facebook page at Fitzroy Surf, or Instagram account at Fitzroy Surf. And alternatively, you can send them an email to hello at fitzroysurfboards.com. You'll also find references to Fitzroy and all the links in the show notes of the episode. And finally, I just wanted to point out that all Fitzroy products are shipped worldwide. So I really encourage you to take a look at their amazing range of boards and and stylish apparel. So without further ado, this is Simon Day. Hello, Simon, and welcome to the Ocean Riders podcast. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Thanks for having us. <laughs> You're welcome. It's a real pre- pleasure to have you on the show. Do you think you could introduce yourself to the listeners? 
Sure, yeah. My name is Simon Day, one of the founders of Fitzroy or Fitzroy Surfboards. I'm based in the northeast of UK. Fantastic. Um, maybe going back in history, who introduced you uh, into surfing in the first place? Oh, that was that was my dad. Uh, my dad, I've my dad's been surfing since I was really young. Uh, mm -hmm. He was a windsurfer before that, and a, a competitive kayaker before that. So he's always been in the water, um, and he he was always trying to challenge himself in a new environments and new conditions so if the wind wasn't right what could he do <laughs> so uh -huh. that's where surfing <laughs> came into play and i remember cool. watching him all the time and just getting trashed in that and i just thought it looked really fun <laughs> but yeah he, he put me on his um the first ever wave i got was on his wave i think it's called a wave ski or something uh, it was an old banana colored um sort of kayak and i basically stood up on that and he pushed me into waves like <gasps> And they're knee high uh, to start with, no fin or anything in it. It was quite funny, really. But it was on the beach I live live opposite now as well. So, oh um, wow, yeah. really sort of yeah. <laughs> so, part of part of the family history. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I have. Uh, it was only last month or so. I remember talking to uh, one of his friends um, that he said he couldn't believe because I hadn't seen him in so long. He couldn't believe how tall I was or how. Older was, he felt really old, and he was saying, I remember being your mom spending time with you on the beach while your dad was in the water. And <laughs> so I was like, ah, they used to ditch more with that. <laughs> I understand oh, that. <laughs> so so when when did your dad start surfing um, in, the in the North Sea? Oh, I couldn't put a date on it. Um, I always remember there was... It was always him and maybe five others, the same crew, um, mm -hmm. knocking around because there wasn't many, many surfers back when he started. It was it was always the same five uh, faces. Um, mm -hmm. so it, growing up, I've still I still see them now and then. Not many of them are surfing shortboards like he is at sixty three. Really? Hope he doesn't hate really? me for saying his age, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, he's still ripping it on a. And a short board, and I think I'll be on a long board or a mile by <laughs> mid 40s, mid the way my body's going. But yeah, he's still going at it on a short board, which is incredible. That's but yeah, that's I, I still see his mates um, that he sort of hung around with and everything. I, I've just made a board last week that went to Bali uh, for one really? of his mates that uh, were on the original part of the crew, which is really exciting. It's quite nice to see them supporting him and me sort of thing it's really nice yeah yeah fantastic and so um how old were you when you shaped your first surfboard uh so my first board i was probably 29 mm -hmm. uh so not very long ago not that long ago really um but yeah it was uh, i've always been hands hands-on sort of thing my dad uh, was making kayaks and everything when he was uh, younger. I remember the smells of the resins back then, so <laughs> probably not the best smells to remember as a young one. But, uh, but yeah, I've always been hands-on and involved with that sort of thing. And I went from uh, the ski world uh, of fixing skis and um, customizing ski boots. And then mm. when I got so involved with surfboards, I just talk to that in the same sort of way if i broke it i, I wanted to fix it and, yeah and yeah 
so I'll go from there, really. <laughs> that, that's great. So, so you didn't sort of um, did your dad shape surfboards? Do you watch him sort of make the repairs on the kayaks and build his kayaks and everything? And is that how you learnt to, you know, use the resin and the and the foam and and, and do all the shaping? Yeah, I mean, there's a good mixture of, of things. When we went on holiday, um, we always tried to pop in surf factories and spend some mm-hmm. time around people shaping and talking about, about them. And when I was younger, I, I was like, at the time, I just want to go and surf or just want to be on the beach and or go to Disneyland. But that turned into my Disneyland sort of thing, like seeing these mm. factories and talking to people that are really successful and the numbers that, they push out the door. It was really interesting, and the knowledge they had was was great. And that came back up to the north northeast coast as well. So there's a few friends that are already shaping, and they've either stuck at it or they've moved on to different parts mm-hmm. of the world now. And yeah, I've got a lot of uh, appreciation for the time they took with me, and uh, sort of the mistakes they they made me avoid by showing me things that they've done in the past uh no it's still a learning curve i think i'm always yeah. going to be learning which is just like surfing you're always learning exactly um, yeah so yeah <laughs> that's fantastic and so so what did your first uh board look like first board you shaped the first board i shaped was a twin um mm-hmm. it was tiny it was not symmetrical and <laughs> <laughs> and awful i don't think i ever touched the water and then i, I moved to a rounded pin um mm-hmm. which did get surfed and it got snapped on my stag do so that that was oh. successful but i've still got that one i've still got that one uh-huh. uh I, I, I keep on threatening to put it up on display somewhere in the house but i don't think i'm allowed to really <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. So, so when did uh, Fitzroy become a business? Uh, so, two years ago, uh, we launched it as a business, but we'd only been trading the last year. So, I guess if we rewind four years back, me and a school friend, David Haig, um, mm-hmm. started chatting about brands and and surfing and that whole lifestyle and that area of the market and everything and it, it was just over passing conversation and it was him really that said well if you ever want to do anything let's team up and it was like mm-hmm. a, a short pause and like yeah okay <laughs> 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 and that was that was kind of it like uh i've been friends with him since i was really young went to school together he's a web designer by trade mm-hmm. and yeah, it sort of just fit. It really fitted really well. So we work together well. He collects all my noisy ideas and puts them nice and neat and presents them back to me. And I'm like, yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> that's fantastic. So, so he's on the he's on the kind of marketing side and the um and the uh the the website and the design and and I mean your logo is absolutely beautiful. Um, it's really crisp and clear and and it's very inspiring for a surfing brand. Um, did he come up with it? Yeah, he did. Yeah, I got to hand it to him. His work is incredible. Um, and he's done a lot in the background just to get it all set up. So when we did uh, start trading a year ago, um, or just over a year, year ago, that it it just looked so professional and looked so yes. clean and easy to navigate and. Yeah, hands down to him. He's done a really good job. Um, 
he didn't take any inspiration other than himself on the logo. Mm. So yeah. Yeah, it looks yeah, exactly what we wanted. Wanted a really big, bold name, something that people could relate to, and relate the the name to as well. So yeah, yeah. He, he sort of tied so, it all in really well. There's a story behind your name, isn't there? Do you think you could tell us about it? Yeah, sure. Uh, Fitzroy is um, well. So firstly, we had Excel sheets coming out of our ears with names. So this this wasn't a, a, a quick decision. I mean, we're still using some of the names to name our surfboards and some of the names to launch clothing with. So um, I think we've got years worth. Uh, I think it took three months in total. But wow. we came to Fitzroy in the end. And Fitzroy is a, a weather calling station for uh, boats and ships to, to call out uh, to see what mm-hmm. the swells are doing, the wind doing in a certain area off the coast of Hodgesville or the Bay of Biscay. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And that weather station will then call back and give a report and whether or not it's safe to pass through this area. Um, and, yeah, it sort of really tied it all in together with the whole uh, wind, surf, swell, uh, forecasting. Yeah, t- tied it all in. It's constantly changing, and the northeast is – Exactly that. We we need to be checking what we're doing, where we're going, always on the ball, just like every surfer. And we just thought it was yeah. really relatable. Yeah, yeah, that's great. And also, you've got a kind of plan, a master plan behind that as well. Um, could you tell us yeah. a bit more about the development of that? Yeah. So Fitzroy is also a mountain in Patagonia, um, mm-hmm. which you're exclusive to know about at the minute um, until this goes out. <laughs> So we will be launching an outdoor collection or an outdoor-inspired collection. So we'll have a shell jacket and insulation piece and different things to tie in with that whole mountain lifestyle uh, sort of vibe towards it. It's not going to be full-on hike mountaineering, uh, but it's going to mm-hmm. be that lifestyle uh, approach to it. So it's really exciting. It's just sort of in development now. We've signed off the name of the collection which I'm not going to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, we've signed off the name of the collection. We just need to finalize uh, products and then sort the investment out, really. That's all. Yeah. But yeah, that's really such exciting. exciting news. Yeah, yeah, that's really, really good news. And, and um, so, so, so far in your, in your apparel um, line, you've got, you've got T-shirts, you've got um, trucker caps, you've got, uh, I saw you've got some new, really cool, Willy hats as well coming out. Um, what's what's the plan on the surfing line, on the surfwear? Uh, so the surfwear, we're, we're always going to have that icon piece um, mm-hmm. uh, of the big branding across the chest. That's what all, mm-hmm. all brands do. And we're going to continue running that and just change colors through seasons. Um, and outside of that, we've, we've got the coach's jacket in two styles, which is really cool. Absolutely, um, yes. And then we're going to start introducing, I'm actually wearing one now, a shirt, the shirt with the little tab on. And uh, we're going to start a collection for uh, called the Shapers Collection and have like really simplistic designs and uh, sort of long sleeve, plain white and different ideas coming around that area. Um, but yeah, that's mainly for surf. We've also got a few sort of ideas floating around skate because we've got um, two skateboarders now on the team. So that's Mm -hmm. really exciting. So I feel a little bit old for it. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm looking to them on what they're wearing for inspiration. So it's a different side of the market altogether. But 
yeah, yeah. it's it looks really cool um and loud so should we say so yeah it's going to be quite an exciting time to watch right. both sides of that grow and develop <laughs> and so um for the listeners there is a there is a you've been working in in apparel for a while already so you have this ex, this first experience so so could you tell us more about how how you actually managed to take the leap between um working for a brand and then making your own brand how did that sort of come around yeah sure i mean i've been working in the outdoor industry for uh just over 15 years um mm -hmm. and i started working in retail um fixing skis ski boots and recommending clothing to people climbing mount everest and everything like that so the technical knowledge of what you needed was sort of there in place and i was lucky enough to right. go from there into the other side of the world of retail into selling the products and working with different brands and going to factories and watching how all these uh, product ideas and motives come together uh, with designers and fabric technicians and everything to this end piece then then gets mm. passed over to marketing guys. And if I, I'm so, uh, I've been so lucky because I've been exposed to that uh, for yeah. a, a good number of years now and I, I absolutely love it. Uh, it. It's something I really clicks with me uh, i get excited to see what's coming around the corner and what's developing in 12 18 months time and everything like that some people it's cars some people it's um i don't know uh, hockey skates for me it's clothing like yeah. i, I want to know what what the next um eco-friendly wool is or where the sheep are going to be kept over <laughs> in new zealand for to get the better fineness of uh, merino or something like that it's, it's something that's really cool to me and yeah um so yeah going from that i've been very lucky with that and uh it's it's opened a few ideas um and doors and communications really just uh on how to get things started and um and working with and buyers and and people selling it i know what's uh commercial and safe moves to to be making i understand risk so yeah, yeah, that's it, really important fun. when I, you're launching your your business as well, because you just it's it's a great advantage on on competitors if you you know what the right colours are for a collection or the right um the right styles, and to have that head start is really important. Oh, absolutely, and um, I don't think it's hidden in any way. Um, I mm -hmm. think everyone's everyone's doing the same uh, sort of patterns and trying to launch different areas of business as long as. Uh, I think you stay true to what you, uh, who you are as a brand. I think you, you're going to keep that customer foundation and grow a database around that. Uh, it's when you yeah. start taking too many risks and areas that you that you're not sure of or you haven't got that history in. Um, it's where mm. it starts to maybe fade or drift. So as long as we keep to our core market, I think we're we're good. <laughs> that's really cool <laughs> touch wood so, so, touch wood exactly yeah and um uh the um the surfboard parts um how many surfboards do you shape a month in general like on a normal uh at normal? the minute we're averaging um eight eight boards a month fantastic yeah so that's, i mean that's... we've just we've just closed off uh our christmas order period um uh -huh. just over a week ago 
just because we could right. we could literally couldn't fit any more in unfortunately uh for christmas delivery um mm-hmm. so i think we've tailed off a little bit just to try and clean down over christmas and yeah. get everything looking lovely and hit the new year again strong so mm-hmm. yeah it's exciting it's nothing like gonna be shifting the world but it's it's really fun it's exciting and so what what criteria do you use to shape your surfboards are they specifically adapted to the north sea or do you have kind of multifunction um shapes yeah um i think we touched <laughs> on this uh, last time i talked to you i remember surfing boards <laughs> and buying boards and just thinking right when i shape my boards I am not going to shape just for my beach. And when we launched, (laughs) (laughs) when we launched, we launched with three boards and every single one of them were for the beach opposite my house. I was like, ah, I don't know. Oh, really? (laughs) (laughs) Why did I do it? But no, the work, the the thing, the thing we've moved on with is uh, when we launch a new board, we normally um, test it first unbranded. Mm -hmm. So if it if it doesn't work, it's, it's no drama. If it does, great. We'll then look at production or look at putting the branding on or making a few tweaks. I'm very lucky that we have an incredible uh, team uh, in the water mm-hmm. and they help with uh, what they like, what they don't like, uh, what they want. And, you know, H- Hannah's designed the Pugsley, which is our second best-selling board. At the minute, really? it sort of drifts between first and second, uh, just depending mm-hmm. on uh, the season. Like we're in winter now, so it's a bit more performance oriented. So the Pugsley's going to go to number one, I guess. I guess soon. Wow. Um, uh, but yeah. So the Pugsley, when... what, what what does the Pugsley look like? Is it a thruster? So it's or... a, yeah, thruster performance uh, square tail. Well, very small square tail. Um, it, it was quite precise uh, on. Sort of measurements around the back, just because Hannah needed something to to be playful on the wave and get quick maneuvers in, because it was a competition board for sort of smaller days, um, mm-hmm. and she just needed that freedom. So we we took uh, three boards that she loved and she'd ridden over a few years, and then we sort of blended them together, uh, then played around a lot with the volume, uh, moving it around, and then finally. The tail, and the tail right. was uh, something that was uh, originally six and a half inches wide across the back. Then it went down to three and a half, then four, and then, and then <laughs> we moved the fins around <laughs> as well, just to top it off. So the fins were wow. pushed forward a little bit more, so it just offers a bit more uh, freedom on uh, fin release, which is which is great. I mean, it it was very last minute. Some of the decisions I was like almost cutting fins in before i got the phone call from hannah I go no i want it here They're like okay <laughs> good job <laughs> i didn't start half an hour early but yeah i mean it's been an incredible uh experience working with someone that knows what mm. they want so much and yeah it's worked out so well we're doing we've just done the same with uh simon the average surfer guide uh he's gonna take this lovely twin fin to california to try out mm-hmm. and he's gonna report back to me if it if it works it's something he's wanted uh from That's us it. in the range so yeah it's really cool it's got little wings on and then we're just starting one with harry as well which is harry our fitzgerald that's the uh-huh. one yeah harry fitzgerald he's uh just starting comps and he had the hero right. 
which was great. He just wanted something a little bit more uh, for heavier days and bigger days, really. So, yeah, we're, we're challenging him with this one that we've got coming coming out of the workshop before Christmas. So wow. watch this space with Harry, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so just for the for the listeners, so, so you've got um, about uh, six or seven brand ambassadors, um, some yeah. skaters, surfers, um and hannah is a is a is a is so funny she's um her youtube channel is kelly says surf no matter what and i definitely recommend yeah. going and having a look at, look at her videos they're really hilarious um and obviously simon short who's on the podcast a few a few weeks ago um who was hilarious as well and um uh, <laughs> no you've got a great team with you you know um fantastic surfers fantastic people and and for example, Harry, he's he he made a film recently um, called Dark Waters. Can you tell us a bit about that? Yeah, so Harry was doing this for his school project actually, mm-hmm. and um, he he rang me up and just asked if he could document uh, shaping a board um, and ask us a few questions on surfing in the northeast. And um, he also interviewed some local um, surfers as well, which was really cool. Uh, so it just gave an insight behind the surfer's mindset on approaching uh, the North Sea, really. And it went really well. It showed at a local cinema. It was really cool to see the brand and everyone on the big screen. So, yeah, it was a really fun <laughs> night. And, yeah, go and check it out along with all the other guys' uh, individual yeah. projects. It's just incredible. The The team are uh, the sort of driver of the brand, definitely. They they live and breathe it. I absolutely <laughs> amaze me every day on what's happening in their lives and um, how quick they can get things going. It's yeah, it's a, a lot of thanks so, to them really. So do you choose them or do they choose you? Uh, so it's a little bit of a mix really, but mm-hmm. um, we've mainly approached them. Uh, just it's more about their attitude towards mm everything than uh, the surfing sometimes i mean uh the, the adventures that the individually are going on in life is so vast i mean harry's only yeah. just started surf comps and a, and a brand uh maybe already hooked up with a few team riders would probably wait until he's won a couple before they sign yeah. up but it was you know we, we wanted to bring that to life and show people what it was like going from a a normal grassroots surfer to competition life. He he might not even like it, (laughs) but at the minute (laughs) he seems to love it. He just wants to do more and more and more, which is great. And the same with uh, the other guys, Hannah with Kelly Says Surf and Simon, as you've spoken to, all the guys are all about having fun and they're all smiling their faces off and they they love, love the brand and yeah. It's such a great, it's such a great uh, facade for your brand because these guys are just really, really digging life in general and um, just having a great time with your, with your equipment. So it's really, it must be really satisfying to have these, these ambassadors. What, what are the biggest challenges that you face as a, as an entrepreneur in the surfing world um, at the moment? Uh, so at the moment, I guess there's a couple of factors when you uh, to look at. Obviously, mass production is always going to overwhelm our overheads and mm. uh, from other brands, and that's uh, you know we, we've got the support uh, growing 
Um, mm-hmm. it, it's it's uh, there's only two of us uh, that own the own the company. Um, mm-hmm. I've got a friend that helps out with uh, some of the shaping, and my dad that helps with the shaping and glassing. So if I'm busy or away doing something, they can step in. Um, right. But yeah, because it's, it's such a small team. We're we're working around the clock, twenty four hours a day sometimes, <laughs> just to get things done. And yeah, trying to reply and step away from the business at the same time is a challenge in itself. And you know, the yeah. the more we can get the word out there, the better and more relatable it's going to be. I think um, just because there's you know more and more people surfing every year, and it's just a growing sport. So we just need to keep on top of it and, uh, yeah. and keep sprinting the way we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> and can we can we have a chance of meeting you at surf festivals um in the UK or elsewhere? Yeah, I mean we did Boardmasters last year. We were very lucky uh to jump on that. It was a last minute decision um <laughs> which paid off great. We got uh, uh, we got Simon over from California with his partners wow. um and a few people and then Hannah hung around and yeah, it was mm. incredible um vibe and atmosphere. To be part of it is something that we we have all said we want to be doing more of. Um, It's just what which festivals we we need to be select with or what we support is obviously uh, a few things to take in uh, in in thought of it just to make sure we're hitting the right people and uh, because one of the big challenges we've got I guess is we're just online, so you can't just pop into a shop and. (laughs) have a chat you know we need to bring that website and bring that um brand to life mm-hmm. uh, to life through through a keyboard a keyboard really it's it's quite yeah. um difficult sometimes uh, yeah it's sometimes that the e-commerce is, is is very difficult because you you have a feeling that all the other people are making the money like the the people who are um hosting and the people who are providing the apps that go with it and, and all sorts of things and then you're there selling the products and making them and it's it's it can get quite complicated and demoralizing it sometimes I totally yeah understand. absolutely I mean um you can feel uh I guess I guess you can feel uh secluded or alone sometimes but mm. it's it's not a bad thing it's a it's a, a it's a it's it's a driver to get you into more festivals or into more comps to support more so you can be that face for the brand and be there and and just because some people aren't uh, aren't using like iphones and yeah uh, tablets and stuff like that some people are generally walking around stores which is nice and talking to the local shops and everything so we need to be there to support as much as we can and that's what i think brings the brand alive for us we we are trying to get involved with anything we can just to sort of get the name out there and introduce ourselves as you know people we're not just a computer <laughs> <laughs> yeah and yeah. you've also you know the quality and and the and the actual heart and soul that goes into every board you make and um it's just a lovely story and um i hope i hope i can help you share it <laughs> i i guess we could move on to the, the really exciting part about surfing the north sea um, could you describe yeah. what it's like <laughs> to surf in the North Sea? Um, it's cold, dark, uh, raw. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, it could be 
freezing, but yeah, it's no, it's beautiful. It's got one of the well, the most beautiful coastline you could imagine, mm-hmm. with castles, uh, miles of sand dunes, and uh, wow. yeah, it's in- incredible. But yeah, there's there's sacrifices to be made. I mean, our <laughs> summer wetsuits are four mil. Um, <laughs> our win- winter ones are well five or. But five, if you've got a bit of hair on your chest, but it's six, six, if you haven't. Really? <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's just dependent on your, your preference. But, yeah, it can be cold, but it's yeah. something, as I said, I've grown up with, and it's kind of just norm. <laughs> yeah, it's just the yeah. norm for me. But, yeah, it's absolutely incredible. It's, um, it's, when, it's, when it goes, it's, it's like world class, absolutely world class. <laughs> but, obviously, everyone should stay down in Cornwall and, of it's course, from... yes, and, and, and or in the in the southwest of France or whatever. Yeah, yeah they, um, way better yeah. down there. Stay there. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, do you get swells all year round, or do you have to wait for winter to, to start? Surfing? Oh, I wish we did. I really wish we did. But no, uh, we have a good month, month and a half, sometimes longer of flat spells in the summer, and that's when mm-hmm. you you see surfers going crazy <laughs> around here. <laughs> but you know. It's um, it, it's a great time to sort of step away from uh, the boards or the wetsuits. So you you can go free free diving, uh, mm-hmm. stand up paddle boarding, or you know, it, like summertime is a great time to do other sports and other yeah other activities. So, uh, but when it's winter, we, we all get that buzz and excitement when we we feel the air temperature drop. There's a bit of frost on the floor. <laughs> we know it's coming. We know those ground mm-hmm. swells are on the way from Norway and. Yeah, we we expect well, we're going through a windswell at the minute, but no, any you know, we're gonna surf it. <laughs> <laughs> whatever you've got, whatever your window is, we're gonna get in there because you know, yeah. we don't, we don't yeah, always get the time and yeah. That's the factor as well, is that in the winter months you've got less of a time um a, a time slot to actually get in the water whilst it's daylight. How do you how do you manage that? Do you sort of surf at night? Uh, so I have done night surfing uh, like once or twice. So I wouldn't recommend it if I was honest, just because there's a lot, of, <laughs> a lot going on, and if you buy yourself, it's like mega dangerous. So I mean, yeah, it, it's done. But I mean, last week I stayed in until half four, and it was pitch black. So I got <gasps> out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it's not one you want to mess around with. You could anything could happen in the in the yeah. in the daylight. Never mind the dark. So. Yeah, I mean, we've got to be um, quick before work if we want to do it, or a late start mm-hmm. and everything. Um, or if you you're lucky enough to work on the beach, you can get a dinner break surfing. Uh, but yeah, you just got to grab that window whenever you can. If it's yeah. the wrong tide time or the wind's going to be wrong at the closest beach you're going to get to after work, it doesn't matter. They're, they're going to get in, and it's. Yeah. Like uh, Hannah's videos, is surfing no matter what, what, whatever you get. And, you know, we've produced some incredible surfers from the Northeast, I think, uh, like the Davies mm-hmm. family and the Hudson um, that owned the surf go shop, Sandy Kerr. They're all absolutely amazing, like, surfers. Um, uh-huh. And they've just uh, surfed from their windows of opportunity as well. So, well, exactly. Uh, I guess. Less opportunities you have, the more you sort of make the most of them, and um, it does it does actually teach lots of surfers come from 
I guess, places that have less consistent waves to, to actually be better. You get a bit picky if you get too spoiled. Well, that's it, isn't it? As soon as that swell comes, you're just going to take every wave. It doesn't matter if you're going to get smashed. You just want to. You just want to have it. <laughs> like, Absolutely. Okay, get this tomorrow. <laughs> I'll have it now. So, well, I guess we're getting to the end of the interview. I've got maybe two or three questions. In fact, they're not really questions. They're um, they're phrases to finish. So I'll start oh, it and then you finish okay. the phrase. Um, I don't so the think first I'm old one... enough or wise enough for this. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, so Sorry. The, first, the first one is, I wish. I wish I uh, started Fitzroy younger. <laughs> yeah, I think I wish I started Fitzroy younger. And um, yeah, I, I don't really, I have a, I've got a, a lot to be thankful for. I've had an incredible mm-hmm. uh, life growing up and been around different sports outside of surfing and, you know, family and everything. So yeah, it's not a lot. I, I should really wish for more. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I love. My family. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah, it's got yeah. to be said. Uh, <laughs> although I need to throw surfing in there as well, but... <laughs> Uh, the families first. I mean, without their support and uh, their sort of guidance or advice, it, it, it's not going to be um, doable. Whatever you do, so and that's exactly. not just like blood family; it's like extended surf family and friends and everything as well. Yeah, yeah. that's really that's a lovely answer. Um, then there's I miss. I miss. Mm. I miss sleeping more than four and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's what happens when you become an entrepreneur and you have another job. And, and yeah, family, you know, that's it. You just yeah. over five, asleep at half eleven. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, yeah, can't complain. That's what yeah. we all choose what we want to do, isn't it? So yeah, exactly. Not... Yeah. <laughs> and then last one is I want. I want the best uh, for my family, my team, and uh, mm-hmm. the brand. Really, I want um, I want Fitzroy as a brand uh, to be a destination brand. So, you know, when people think of Fitzroy, they think of Northeast. They think, oh, that's that mm. brand from the Northeast. So it came from that guy's shed. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want my team riders to. Mm-hmm. inspire and and grow whichever direction we want to go and uh, and be happy with what they're doing yeah fantastic yeah. that's that's lovely that's really really beautiful words well that was pretty wise words you you, you were afraid that you there won't be wise words but they were very wise words and thank you for your honest and, and sincere <laughs> <answers>. <laughs> that's all right yeah <laughs> so um i guess we made it how do you feel Oh, good. You know, it's uh, it's nice to get uh, a chat in about it. Really, it well, didn't feel like an interview, so it was really good, nice and relaxed. It's just, yeah. Uh, I hope I got everything out uh, that needed to be heard for the brand. Well, so yeah. If you didn't, you're welcome to come back whenever you like and t- tell us more about the Fitzroy story um, as you go on and share share with us your 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 experience and your ups and downs and and whatever so you're welcome to come back whenever you like brilliant i'd love to absolutely love to (laughs) okay then simon well thank you ever so much for joining me and 
I hope to see you soon. And maybe, you know, if you're in the south of France, come down, glass of wine, maybe a surf if we've got some waves going. And uh, oh, welcome, welcome to visit anytime. <laughs> yeah, thank you. And you too, if you ever want to, you know, put five mil of rubber on and uh, come up <laughs> the northeast, the, the, the workshop's always open if you want a cuppa and everything. So, yeah, that was a message. Fantastic. All right, then. Thank you, Simon. See you soon. Bye-bye. All right, thanks. Bye. Well, that was a delightful conversation. I really hope you enjoyed it. To get a hold of Simon and Fitzroy, you can find all his details in the show notes of this episode on Facebook at Fitzroy Surf, on Instagram at Fitzroy Surf, and on FitzroySurfboards.com. They've also got an email, which is hello at FitzroySurfboards.com. Simon and his team are super reactive and always really friendly. All Fitzroy products are shipped worldwide, so I really encourage you to take a look at their amazing boards and crisp clothing line. Their ambassadors are so cool as well, so check out Hannah Bristow, aka Kelly Says Surf, on YouTube. And you could even download my conversation with Simon Short, author of The Average Surfer's Guide, or better still, buy his book, The Average Surfer's Guide, on Amazon. Harry Fitzgerald produced this beautiful film called Darker Waters and there will be a link to it in the show notes. You can also find all the references to Simon and Fitzroy on the article I wrote on medium.com. Just look for the Ocean Riders podcast. I would like to give a massive thank you to Simon for helping me make this episode happen. And I would like to thank you ever so much for being more and more listeners every week. I'm so stoked to see these figures rise. Um, If you enjoy listening, please subscribe, rate or review the podcast on iTunes or Spotify. The more you do this for me, the closer I am to getting into the new and noteworthy section. And if you want to get in touch with me, there are loads of ways. First of all, email hello at theoceanriderspodcast.com via my website, theoceanriderspodcast.com, Instagram, where I'm pretty active at theoceanriderspodcast, Facebook, Twitter and on medium.com. You can also connect with me and other listeners on my Facebook group called the Ocean Riders Community. Basically, it's a place for you to express yourselves and I try to post some surf-related job offers. So if you're looking for a job near a surf spot or for a surf brand that's hiring, you may find your dream job there. Likewise, if you're a company that's hiring, please feel free to share your post on the group as well. The more the merrier. All the details to my links are in the show notes as well. Anyway, I'll be back next week with a new episode. In the meantime, take care, have fun and enjoy the waves. Ciao.